When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I'm a robot. Joining me today, he's the host of a podcast called Bleak in Review and a comedy show called Avatar 2. He's gonna get sued by James Cameron for that. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Anderson. Also joining me, he's a fantastic comedian who's been on the pod a whole bunch of times, usually when we have very sad things to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, Atif Myers. It's gonna be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host. But I do got a couple of guests. Case in point, Happy New Year, Tiff Myers is here. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll leave. I'll just fucking leave. Man. God damn it. It's already, I'm already sucking. <laughs> You're, you're doing great. You're doing great. Hey, also, Kevin Anderson here for the first time in 25 years. Hello, everybody. How's it going out there today? I'm happy to be here. I am truly. That's that's what you were supposed to sound like, a tiff. I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's fine. Yeah, you got to be worse. <laughs> yeah, possible. It's, it's the new year, at least, you know, as this podcast is released. As the podcast flies. We haven't reached it in real life, but people don't have to know that. They do, because I just said it, and I'm certainly not going to edit it out over the holidays. I will be too eggnog drunk for that. Just joking. No one actually puts booze in eggnog, do they? Yeah, they do. Gross. Yeah. My my girlfriend was trying to go get bourbon and eggnog to, like, make some recipe or, like, some cocktail things she saw online. But she's just walking around holding a bottle of bourbon, looking for eggnog so long that security started following her, thinking she was going to steal it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because she looked real shifty. So that's as close yeah. as we got. Anyone ever had no, a Tom and Jerry before? No. The cat? Cartoon? A Tom and Jerry is a drink you see in the Midwest, more like the northern part of the Midwest, like the Dakotas. The, the Dakotas are the only place I've ever the had Wisconsin's. one. The Wisconsin's. <laughs> A Tom and Jerry, I shit you not, is just pancake batter with whiskey in it. <laughs> that sounds tough. And I'm not exaggerating. I don't know if it's exactly I, pancake batter, but when you drink it, you're going to be like, that's fucking pancake batter. 
That's going to turn into a pancake in my warm stomach and then bourbon. And it is heinous. Yeah. It is disgusting. <laughs> Every time you fucking describe the Midwest foods, it just sounds like depressives trying to kill themselves somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's the Midwest. That's, I'm going to clog like, myself chick- up with a Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, imagine if you infuse chicken wings with bourbon and then baby formula. And that's Midwest food. And it's just fucking gross. What if I injected cheese whiz right into my carotid artery? <laughs> yeah. That's the Midwest. It's like, my God. So see, go see a body of water and get fucking happy. <laughs> you got those <laughs> lakes. Fucks. Yeah. So with it being the new year, we're doing an episode that we've done one of these, at least tried our best to do one of these oh, no. each of the past few years, which is a uh, things to look forward to in the year to come episode. <laughs> How weird would it be if we did a things to look forward to in 2023, like every year for the past five <laughs> years or so? Things things I'm looking forward to on this specific date. It's all Mostly been building mid-April up to this. 2023. <laughs> it's the culmination of Unpop's history right here. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird to answer your question. That would be yeah, that would be sure. weird. <laughs> that would be very weird. Yeah. Before we get into like the news stuff. That we're talking about, you know, the things the the tabloids in the MSM would have you believe <laughs> is worth looking forward to in 2023. <laughs> we should talk about, you know, stuff that we personally are looking forward to. I'll start and okay. I want to make it very clear that me adding this part to our annual things to look forward to podcast has nothing to do with the fact that I have a show to promote. <laughs> No, of course not. Of course not. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention my triumphant return to stand-up comedy. I fucking hope. Could be a disaster, too. <laughs> Big asterisk on that one. <laughs> but February 3rd, 2023, me and Danger Van Gorder are doing a joint show at The Sardine in San Pedro, which is a Uh-oh. punk rock venue that fucking rules. There is... okay. Ample parking in the area. There is a taco truck across the street that goddamn slays. And I'm going to be doing comedy for the first time since COVID. I'm going to write all new jokes. Nice. And just fucking stand up in front of the world and tell them and hope for the best. I don't know what the rest of the lineup is going to be. Danger, his band, Countless Thousands, is doing a set. Oh, it's look blurry, at that. but I got I'm rocking the merch right yeah, now. Yeah, Kevin's trying to show us his countless <laughs> no. thousand shirt, even though he has the blur filter on. Zoom. Yeah, it's a real difficult. But you told me to do that specifically to, to make it confusing. Yes, of course. <laughs> and I don't know what the other band is going to be. I don't know who the other comics are going to be, but tickets are going to be Park? cheap. What? Lincoln Park? Yeah, I mean, what's left of Lincoln Park? Yeah, they're going to trot out that guy's oh, corpse, yeah. right? Chester. Oh, yes, <laughs> Yeah. Way to bring the room down, a tiff. <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. No, I think Elliot Smith is opening. And then that guy stabbed himself in the chest did years he? and years ago. Oh, yeah. Well, he did oh. or his girlfriend did. Who knows? Muhammad Atta's going to open, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do a tight five. There's going to be a drop in from Kurt Cobain's shotgun. <laughs> How did we get here? I'm sorry. I don't know. What happened? What happened? I'm dumb. I'm February third. It's a Friday night, so <laughs> you can you can come out and fucking hang, and you don't have. And to I hear in. they pack they re- at the sardine. They really pack them in there, you know, in the venue. 
Oh God, get out! Hey, thank you for thank you for listening, everybody. That's been that's <laughs> been the pod. whole show. Yeah, no, the Sardine is a really great venue. I'm excited to play there. The lead singer of the Coat Hangers has played there a few times. Ooh. So fired up to be doing the same venue she's at occasionally. Oh. Yeah. So I'm and I'm looking forward to doing comedy again. I have one of my first shows back after COVID was also with countless thousands, and it was a good way to get back into stand up for sure. I had yeah. a very good time. <laughs> yeah. All I've done in the way of live performing is a live podcast that we did in New York when I went to the US Open. Uh, oh, yeah. But that's completely different. Like a live podcast, I don't, I don't even have to prep for that. I mean, yeah, that's just talking. Yeah, that's just me. <laughs> I'm just working in public, basically. <laughs> I, I've done, I've done like a, a good bit of stand-up, I guess. I did a festival in August. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, hopefully by February, it'll still be fine in terms of COVID and things. <laughs> That's been the thing. It's not that I, like, completely retired from comedy, but, like, I was yeah. planning a tour when COVID started. And yeah. that fucked that up. So, yeah. Come see me tell jokes at the Sardine, February 3rd. I'm looking forward to that shit. And I'm looking forward to some other things personally this year. But I'll toss to someone else. Kevin? I'm going to bully my way onto the lineup of the February 3rd show at the Sardine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna just, I'm just going to show up and just start protesting until I get a hot five. And then I'm going to bomb. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be bad. I'm going I'm to be one of those people that really demands a drop-in spot on the show and then fucking sucks and then leaves with their head hanging low. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Do it. Okay. <laughs> No, I said that because, like, honestly, when you posed the question in the email, like, hey, what are you looking forward to next year? I was like, ooh, do I got anything? <laughs> it was kind of tough. We're still going to be – I'm very excited for our first show back after the holidays at the, the Good Night. We're doing – on January 21st, we're doing Avatar 2, A Dame to Kill For. That's going to be really fun. We have <laughs> the, the ghost of Ray Liotta will be there. It's going to be really sick. That I'm always excited. I'm always excited to do that show. It's been really fun to have a, a thing that I actually enjoy producing monthly. So, you know, if people are hearing it, they should come check it out if they haven't checked it out yet. How about you, Tiff? Probably a bunch of bar shows, too. There's nothing else cool going on in your life, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm, uh, I'm a dad, so I'm looking forward to staying a dad, hopefully, unless my yeah, wife fingers crossed. me. <laughs> fingers yeah. crossed. My, my kid is a month old, already texting to Leah, so that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like one of those children's Android tablets and somehow <laughs> yeah, like, managed to get into Delia's DMs. I'm like, oh, how, yeah. did, how did she get a phone? Who got my one month old a phone? <laughs> Snapchat. Speaking Weird. of things to look forward to, I think we're doing an episode with the guy who made that Delia documentary. Oh, with Kyle? This month. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You should. That's you a, should. Yeah, that's a good doc. Shit popped uh, off. It's only been two days. It's got like 70,000 views already. But also, you shouldn't let your kid a tip. You shouldn't let your kid text Chris Delia. No, I was joking. I fucking oh, no, just, okay, no. okay. It was just, joke. just, <laughs> but just Jeff Ross. Allegedly, and <laughs> just, just, allegedly, just, just jokes. Allegedly, don't sue me. I didn't know yeah, that your I didn't know your baby was hanging out at the, the Hollywood Improv all the time. <laughs> she is. She, she could barely hold up her neck, and she's already getting. She's already getting there. <laughs> in her she's already in the green room waiting to hang out with all the cool perverts. <laughs> yeah, just doing just doing tummy time in the green room, <laughs> fucking spitting up everywhere. Tummy time. <laughs> in February, I'm doing like a tour of Atlanta, so I'm gonna be at like the Laughing Skull. I have like a headlining set one day, and then I'm doing a bunch of like showcase things on Ant Man Week. 
Cause sure. my now because my brother lives there and he's like, yo, we gotta see Ant-Man together. Fucking get some shows out here. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I was like, all right. And then now I built a tour around Atlanta. the release of Ant-Man and the <laughs> Quantumania. <Yeah. laughs> it's so stupid. In case you wonder why my career isn't where it is, because I just haven't had the motivation to do anything except for Ant-Man. Really. Yeah, you're <laughs> waiting for Ant-Man to come out to resume <laughs> yeah. your career. Well, Tiff only works around the time that sequels drop, and so he is busy. <laughs> he is touring the country. <laughs> Yeah, it's that and like a lot of more writing gigs and things like that. So it's fine. Nice. Speaking of shows, if I can pivot back to what's really important, which is what I'm looking forward to this year. Man, do I got a slew of concerts coming up in 2K23 to attend. I'm going to see New Edition with Keith Sweat and Guy, which... I know a significant chunk of the audience doesn't even recognize a lot of those names. <laughs> what blows me away about it is it's all the original lineup. New Edition is the whole original lineup. Guy is the original lineup. Keith Sweat has not been replaced by an imposter. No. <laughs> so especially Guy being the original lineup, like with Teddy Riley, I did not know they were still doing anything together. I mean, fucking Keith Sweat is a goddamn legend. Like, Nobody. Yeah. Like that song is my shit. So I'm jealous. And new edition with Bobby Brown, I believe. Where so, is this? The Great Western Forum, which I've also never been to the Great Western Forum. What the fuck is that? What is that? <laughs> where is that? Yeah, I don't know where that the is. Forum. It's, it's on, where the Lakers it, used to play. The Forum in oh, LA. They changed the name. No, it's always been called the Great Western Forum. No, wasn't it called like some other like venue? Oh, like I saw, I, I think saw they Stevie changed Wonder it to like the Kia ago. Dome or some shit. But I'm not going to call okay. it that. Okay, <laughs> it's the Forum. Sorry, and uh, it was the Great Western Threeum before, <laughs> and then they changed. Oh it. god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited for that concert. New edition. No, that's gonna be dope. Also, Metallica at SoFi. People are really excited that Taylor Swift is playing Five Nights at SoFi. Because here's Jesus. the thing, I, she had not played SoFi at any point before this, and she's had a few years. Fucking jerk. I don't like Taylor Swift that much, but I do like Metallica. Like, I don't love Metallica. I don't listen to their music regularly. But yeah, I don't have, like, hard opinions on it, like Metallica in terms of, like, when their albums were, like, great and when they fell off. Well, it's like, I'll listen to them if they're on. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. Is this the, is this the right time to see them, though? Because I know they just put out a song. And it's very, like, dad metal. Like, what if you just get the new shit? Well, no, here's the thing. I, I have no doubt I'm going to get a, a little bit of the new shit because what they're doing, they're playing two nights and they're playing completely different set lists both oh, okay. nights. And they have different openers both nights. And I don't care about the opening acts that much. <laughs> but I've seen Metallica a couple times and... I feel like I'm going to get a nice rundown of their career, seeing them two nights doing different set lists. Because here's what happened. I somehow ended up on a Ticketmaster mailing list. And that algorithm (laughs) fucking gets me. Like every time they email me, I'm like, yep, I do want to go to that. You are absolutely right. But it's usually pre-sale. So I was able to get these Metallica tickets for like face value and they're really good seats. Oh, so I got before they did their whole Ticketmaster thing later, which is now they're like fifteen hundred dollars or whatever. Did Metallica do that? 
No, no, I'm saying no, Ticketmaster doing their oh, Ticketmaster yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> the Ticketmaster thing. But yeah, I've never been to SoFi and I'm excited to see Metallica play two nights in a row and play different set lists. What if one night is just only St. Anger for an hour and a half? <laughs> Here's the thing. I saw them on the St. Anger tour and I actually kind of like that album. So Oh, shit. Okay. It's fine. Canceled. Sorry. When I saw them on the St. Anger tour, it was the first time I had seen Metallica. I, it was Fargo, North Dakota. And Oof. me and my friend, Junior, rest in peace, got so fucking hammered. On Tom and Jerry's, right? <laughs> Just, I wish we wouldn't have drank so much, probably. We got so hammered that when Metallica did their like intermission for before the encore, we were like, that must be it. Let's get the fuck out of here and hit Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> and then we come oh, out of Buffalo Wings. Wild Wings like an hour later, and clearly that concert is still going on. Ooh. So we just Damn. saw like 45 minutes of Metallica. <laughs> and we're like, yep, that's it. That's Nobody comes on. Ain't gonna eat itself. There wasn't even like the end of the set. It was like they were changing guitars. You're like, I guess it's <laughs> over. We got to go. <laughs> but I did see him again in Minneapolis once, and I managed to stay all the way through to the part where they dropped a bunch of black Metallica beach balls from the ceiling. Ooh. Whoa. That was fun. I was going to take one home, and then I was like, I'm not traveling with this. You kidding me? <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't like Metallica <laughs> enough to travel. You could have sold on eBay, though. Yeah, I, I probably could have. that shit. I, yeah, I could have, you know, deflated it, too. Yeah, eBay. Can I, before we move on to other things to look forward to this year, can <laughs> Here's the thing. This is a very relaxed episode because I recorded this week that I'm recording this. I will have recorded like 12 or 13 podcasts this week. All so I can yeah, like. That's too many. Actually take some <laughs> time off. So sorry if we're just riffing a little bit. No, it's it's fine. Here. I fucking I hate Ticketmaster so much. <laughs> well, I was just going to tell you about my biggest eBay related regret, which is I took a train back home from Albuquerque, New Mexico, to Los Angeles once, pulled into Union Station, and I get outside, and I'm waiting for an Uber, and I'm smoking a cigarette, and a guy walks up to me and is like, hey, can I have a cigarette? I'll trade you a pair of L.A. County Jail slippers for it. <laughs> Ooh. And for some reason, I said, no, man, that's fine. Just have the cigarette. You got to get the slippers. And he was like, yeah. are you sure? You can sell these on eBay for a lot. <laughs> and I was like, nah, yeah, it's fine. And here's the thing. I'd probably still be wearing those slippers if I took them. I don't well, know. What I was mean, I thinking? The people out there like me, obviously, we're all we're all up late at night tooling around on eBay looking for jail shoes. <laughs> it's, it's 40. <laughs> They're expensive on eBay. $40. Last sale, $40 from Metallica Beach Ball. So. No, I thought up. you were looking up the L.A. County Jail slippers because I was going to be like, no. $40, what size? Get them for me. That's cheap. I had a, I had a run-in with some black balls in, in L.A. County, and I didn't put them up on, on, on $25. eBay. $25. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it cost in therapy. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the no. hell is happening? Ticketmaster, I, I bought know. my mom tickets for, like, The Price is Right. When they went to Maryland, I bought her tickets. But, like, she went, and then she called me up crying because fucking Drew Carey wasn't there. 
<laughs> what? I paid for prices right. Like no, game I show heard tickets. that, but why was Drew Carey not there? Was I want to believe that nobody was there. There wasn't a host. <laughs> no, it was That's what I'm like, choosing like, to believe. It was like a theater rendition of The Price is Right. Like, they clearly had plants. Like, my mom just sat and watched, like, a fucking B version of The Price is Right, and she was just sobbing. Which like, she saw, like, off-Broadway, like, <laughs> off-Broadway third-run Price is Right in the theater? What are you talking yeah. about? I even paid for, like, VIP so she could meet fucking Drew Carey, and nope, she just left. She's like, I'm not fucking, I'm not dealing with this shit. How was much he, did you pay? Did they announce it as him it being like, there? No, they just said The Price is Right. They said oh. The Price is Right at, the DC, at like, this casino in D.C., I paid like 170 so she Ooh. can also get a picture with the wheel. And she just left. <laughs> so crying. many perks. There's so many perks. <laughs> yeah. She loves the price right. I was like, but now all I get is fucking prices right emails from fucking Ticketmaster. <laughs> like, clearly, this is your shit. Yeah, fucking scumbag. That's crazy. Yeah, Ticketmaster does suck. They are bad times. Oh, I'm also going to see Miranda Lambert. At Planet Hollywood. Only country music artist I think I would pay money to see in concert. At least among modern. Like pop, pop country, country or pop music. adjacent country. Yeah. And uh, I haven't been to Vegas in a while. I think I'm going to go back to the Zach Bagans Haunted Mansion. <laughs> I can, here's the thing. I cannot fucking recommend that place highly enough. Is I, that the place with the doll? Well, it's got it's got a bunch of shit. It takes like 90 minutes to get through it, but it's a guided tour and it's done really well. And it's a okay. lot of fun. Like, no matter what you think of Ghost Adventures or Zach Bagans, um, he, who's that man? He hosts arguably the most popular ghost hunting show maybe ever. Like, he, he essentially owns the Travel Channel now. Yeah. The what? Travel Channel is just ghosts. And, <laughs> like, an occasional <laughs> diner's diving and dives. What? He's Tyler Perry he? for guys who live in the mountains and have beards to their nipples. Okay, I was like, is he white Tyler Perry? Like, it's just a, it's a white subculture that, like, I just know nothing. No, no ghost subculture is very real. He's he's ghost hunting Dane Cook, is yes. what he is. That's a good way to describe it. He's hunting for 17-year-olds? <laughs> this will explain a lot about Zach Bagans. He did a Q&A online recently, and people were asking him questions about his past. And at one point, Ed Hardy shirts come up. And his response yeah. about all the Ed Hardy shirts he wore on the show was, guys, I never wore Ed Hardy shirts. They were affliction shirts. It's like, <laughs> Zach, worse. What a, what a lateral move. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's that's but, where Ed who, Hardy shirts were prettier, Zach. Who didn't wear those back in the day? Am I crazy? I'm, affliction shirts? Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to wear all that shit. Is that okay? I don't know. Did, how lifted was your truck? <laughs> I didn't <laughs> It was a it was an 04 Pontiac vibe, so no. But like, I used to love the butcher shirts. No, would you describe yourself as a river person? <laughs> I got I got a million of these for affliction shirt guys. Just noodling. I love noodling back in the day. I'm talking about the, the the fox racing hat, the wraparound shades, the affliction shirt. This is a very specific guy I'm talking about. I just they were so cool. They had fucking skulls. They no, were, they're pretty cool. <laughs> They're pretty cool. They're pretty I just, cool. Tank top. You think I have fucking fashion taste? <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a blurry countless thousands shirt. <laughs> so yeah. I'd still wear them if it was acceptable. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about what the mainstream media, what the lame stream media? Oh shit! We should be Get looking em. forward to. In Dude, 20- take them down a peg. Ooh. I think we just did, didn't we? <laughs> More like um, a liberal. Uh, 
Pedia, wow. right? Because Ooh. it's like all piss. It's like piss. You stuck it to him there. <laughs> Dude, I don't give an F. <laughs> <laughs> so every year, I think since Trump, probably every year since forever, but at least since Trump's been in office, Newsweek always cranks out a XX things to look forward to in 20XX. So 2016, it was 16 things to look forward to, so on and so on. That's got to be getting so much harder. Sure, because the years get worse and the number gets bigger. Yeah, (laughs) like every year since 2016, things have just gotten shittier and bleaker. And here comes Newsweek every year like, but no, 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 no. There are actually 23 things to look forward to this year. And here's the thing. They're wrong. But bless them for trying. Like, I appreciate the effort. So we're going to go through this year's Newsweek 23 things to look forward to in 2023 article. And, you know, just see how much we agree or disagree (laughs) as to the look forward to-ness of these things. Absolutely. (laughs) We are not going to cover all 23. That would take forever. Fuck no. Well, by the end of the list, it's just like, I don't know, dogs are still around. Like, they're just out of <laughs> yeah. shit. Like, naps. You can have <laughs> 2023. Candy. <laughs> How about a universal COVID vaccine? Any uh, anti-vaxxers on the pod? Oh, big time. Yeah, fuck that shit, man. <laughs> I, I ain't taking no scene. <laughs> Fucking George Soros juice. No, thank you. <laughs> you fucks. <laughs> yeah. That's Soros juice. <laughs> Somebody get canceled. I- God damn it. I guess. Well, everyone knows we're being honest. Yeah, we're being 100% <laughs> sincere. This this is nothing if not a platform for COVID misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> it has been since day one. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, the a universal COVID vaccine. What All that really means is we finally come up with a vaccine that doesn't result in COVID just developing a variant that can sidestep oh. that vaccine. Yeah. Because that's happened with some of the boosters and vaccines that have come out, but yeah, shout out to Omicron. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, shout out. Are, are we still on that one? Isn't there like another one? I don't fucking know. They're getting I think, crazy like sci-fi names now. Yeah, I was gonna say I think we're on COVID nineteen resurrection now. I think yeah. it's what we're on. <laughs> I think or insurrection. I think P twenty two is the next one. Now that that could. <laughs> kitty yeah no longer now that, that name is back up for grabs <laughs> yeah covid is claimed it on GoDaddy, and now <laughs> i just i just still wear a mask everywhere i don't know I, but i like it i weirdly like it do you get shit from people no not really i don't know like yeah i just i, I like yeah not really i get dirty well, you're kind of like you're jacked store. you're jacked so people probably don't go hey i mean you're jacked enough like some some anti-vaxxer who's like wasting away in their own fucking flesh isn't gonna try to step to you that's true (laughs) yeah i should fight him (laughs) it'd be fucking awesome you should i'm a good dad clearly i'm like let's go fuck fuck people up little baby we talked a whole bunch about masks on the last unpops and i want to double down that if we get back to the point where mask mandates are a regular thing. We need a bouncer. Like, yeah. we, we need a mask mandator at every door. He should call himself that. He should call himself the mandator. He should wear a hood, but like an executioner's hood. The mandator? <laughs> and if you step to that motherfucker without a mask on, 
the government has let us know the mandator is going to fucking mandate that you put on a mask. And if oh, yeah. you don't, it's going to end in violence. Because here's the thing. The alternative and what we've been doing up to this point is making like the cashiers and grocery store managers of the world fight angry right wingers over right. government rules. And it's like, that's not how this can proceed. But yeah, I said it last week, too. I, I'd be fine if we at least start putting mask mandates back in place when they're needed. Like, yeah. Like at giant gatherings of people. <laughs> well, last year also, 2021 now, but right around Christmas in L.A., if you remember, there was a spike in COVID cases. And they were like, if this keeps going the way it is, it's going to be more mask mandates. But then it didn't. It like dropped off again. But yeah. if that had kept going the way it was, I'd be fine with, you know, yeah. a mask mandate at that point. But I think now we're just going to have to accept that it's going to kind of be a personal decision as opposed to, I mean, unless there are mask mandates, but otherwise we're not talking people into it anymore. No, no. Although I don't know. I, I feel like I'm repeating everything from last week, <laughs> but I did see a news segment. This couple in Orange County, they were talking about what happens if a mask mandate comes back. And the guy was like, yeah, I really hated it the first time. There were a lot of places I went to where they wouldn't let you in without a mask. So I just turned around and left. And they were like, and would you do that this time? He was like, no, I just wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's I think, the better way to go instead of, uh, no, I'd barge in. <laughs> well, I think a lot of that uproar the first time around had to do with people kind of worrying that it was going to be forever. Yeah. Like, always going to have to wear them. And I think if we run another mask mandate up the flagpole this time, people might go. F I think no, fewer people oh, no. would be angry about it. I like it like on the one in like 10,000 chance I see someone I know like they won't recognize me. I don't have to fucking talk to anybody. <laughs> I, just, I just go out the house. I look like hollow man. Like it's great yes. if you see, like, Yeah, you're wrapped up in, in, wrapped up, in, like, in a, like a mummy. Shades and fucking, shade. like a little hat. Trench coat. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't I don't like I don't know. I just don't like talking to people. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think science did come out, and I'm not joking about this, at one point and say, Hey, you know, we were bored like you were during COVID, so we looked into it, and it turns out wearing a mask makes you more attractive. <laughs> yes, and yes, it's like I of course that. you can't see the ugly half. You just yeah. see just see these eyes, baby. People are like, I haven't brushed my teeth for the whole lockdown. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have a lower jaw, but look at these baby blues. I don't have a jaw. <laughs> see, and that's why Muslims make people do it. We're like, yo, we need people to get fucking hotter. Fucking cover your goddamn face. No, that and I mean, have you ever seen a disgusting ankle before, too? It's like, ugh. <laughs> or like Forrest Whitaker eyes. You fucking oh, shit. My favorite Kim Carn song ever. <laughs> She's got Forrest wow. Whitaker eyes. <laughs> What a fucking reference that was. <laughs> Thank you. I did you. not think Kevin was old enough for that. <laughs> hey, man, I love the 80s. <laughs> but also going back to what you're saying, Adam, I think a big part, like if mask mandates come back around, we're not as embroiled in 2020 general turmoil. I think that like everything happening around the George Floyd stuff and the BLM stuff completely exacerbated people freaking out about masks. Like, I think that wouldn't be as much because people were just like mad in general because stuff was left wing. <laughs> and so like they were looking for a reason to start shit and now that like you know it's still terrible but like we're not talking about it as frequently as we were i feel like these people aren't going to be like demanding to be in public screaming as much for whatever reason maybe right i don't know how about this next thing i swear newsweek slips something like this in every time and it's like who is your audience all right 
who on this pod is excited about the coronation of King Charles III? As much as I'm excited about not getting that scene, no vaccine, I'm very excited (laughs) about the coronation of some old fuck I don't care about. (laughs) How honest can I be right now? You can be as honest as the government will let you. Okay. I'm starting to, like, fucking hate British people. So, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. My wife and I were watching fucking British Bake Off and just the shit they were making. I was like, yo, these people need to fucking go to hell. Like, did, I'm over them. I'm, I'm over, like, they're fucking... Did you see their them. sombrero day they did on the Great <laughs> British Bake Off? That was tough Dude, to look at. They're making these Swedish cakes with, like, fish in it. I'm like, who the fuck is eating this nonsense? These people will need to <laughs> die. Like, I, I'm not a fan. So, fuck King Charles and his fucking fat-ass fingers. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's the one with the tubby fingers, right? Yeah. He looks like he's got... He's, like, swolled. He's He's got bee stings on all his fingers. Yeah, he's got fuck. circulation issues or something. That's tough. Sorry, British people. Sorry. But, like, but if <laughs> but, I came to England, you'd probably throw bananas at me, you racist fucks. So whatever. I am they still... Yeah, super duper. <laughs> I am still blown away when you see these shots of royal family stuff happening in England, and there's just these massive crowds right. that come out. And I just can't imagine... Like, it would be a tragedy... Wait, Rewind. Let's, let's go broader. Sure. It is never good when an American president dies. One who's in office. Like yes. when Nixon died, that was amazing. Reagan, yes, good. fine. Reagan. Oh, my God. But like yeah. I've said it a bunch of times, like you don't want your president to die in office. You don't want your president to be assassinated. So I'm not like wishing that or anything of the sort. But I'm just saying, I feel like if Biden died in office, the outpouring of public Grief would not be that intense. Like it was for the queen. Like, I don't think I don't think the United States is that kind of country. And I think that's okay. And I think that's what is so worrisome about Trump is Trump has that kind of personality where you're going to get fat rednecks (laughs) moaning and wailing in the blubbering and wiping their eyes with the American flag, not understanding the irony. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, you see it in any country where there's a dictator in power, like in North Korea, when, you know, someone there dies and Kim Jong-un is like standing over everyone, making sure they're sad enough. Dude, I was in Morocco when like the king died like years ago. And like, I just remember it was like 11 o'clock at night, news broke and everybody just rushed the streets. And it was like the craziest fucking thing. Like everybody was in the streets just fucking crying. So like, yeah. that shit's never going to happen here in America. Like, no one's going to no. fucking go to Whole Foods and sob because the president's dead. I'm just going to go fucking to GameStop and look at some PlayStation games. Like, I don't and I, fuck. I am surprised that it still kind of happens in England for royal family stuff. But aren't they useless? Know. Very. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I it depends they, they on what policy at all. On, they don't really do anything, right? Yeah, not really. Like, we did an episode about the royal family after the queen died. And I covered an article that was like misconceptions about the royal family and one of them was the royal family doesn't do anything and the person writing this article their reply was no they got to do a bunch of public appearances every year and it's like motherfucker that is doing nothing it's like oh you got to show up to a club and order a specific (laughs) vodka and get paid thirty five thousand dollars Idlewild, california had a mayor dog that does the same shit (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) They just brought it. They just shut them out. It's like, the dog doesn't do any policy. Do That's a little the bit of this. Royal family. A little yeah. bit of this. A little bit of that hand shit. Also, 
she was what 98 years old or some shit yeah 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 fuck her i don't care no she's been dead for a while yeah yeah but we get a brody's queen (laughs) i would think if any president was going to have brought that out of people it probably would have been reagan yeah and yeah i mean it has a lot to do with the fact that he died when he was like 111 years old. <laughs> Hadn't had a so, coherent thought in 35 yeah, years. A lot of his supporters yeah. had died by then, too. But <laughs> yeah, there was such a cult of personality around that guy. People forget he won 49 of 50 states in the 84 election. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Only Minnesota because Mondale was from Minnesota. No, I do think that if, if Trump died while not in office, he'd get oh. way more of an outpouring than Biden dying in office for sure. Like an outpouring yeah. of that kind of weird fascist support. And then all the NFT trading cards that would come out would be very like there'd be like a commemorative set of him in a coffin with like a flag over him. <laughs> and it'd be a three thousand dollars and dumb shits would fucking take out a mortgage to buy it. And then they'd die because of opioids. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Trump's America. <laughs> Trump's America. God damn it. What a what a vision. <laughs> hey, should we talk about juice? Of course. Yeah. I was really excited to see who they were going to cast in this remake of the classic 90s film starring Tupac and Omar Epps. Yeah. But no, it's not that. It's <laughs> juice is actually the Jupiter Icy Moons Explorer. Ooh, ooh. That's a good acronym, though. Yeah, that it doesn't work. So a bunch of people run around and ask, where's the juice? Where's the juice? <laughs> like they're acting like, I guess they're hyphenating icy moons. Yeah. But but no, then what's the C for? No, 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 no. The acronym Jimmy? doesn't work, but it sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's close. This is one of those things that I personally don't care about, but I'm sure if you're like into astronomy and NASA stuff, this is probably huge. Because here's the thing, Jupiter, it's our largest planet. We all know that. We've sent 10 ships to check it out over the years, starting back in the 70s. A tiff, name five of them. Interstellar with like fucking Matthew (laughs) McConaughey once. Yeah, you could name any combination of words. Arrival. uh, I'd be like, shit, I can't believe a tiff knew that. Alien versus Predator. (laughs) (laughs) The Kembe Matumbo. Yeah, Bugsy Bogues. Bugsy Bogues. Spud Webb, which actually <laughs> that sounds like the name of a rover. The Spud Webb. It really Web. does. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> and the Lunar Spud. <laughs> <laughs> we've apparently found some cool things up there. There's like a, a red spot. What? Well, there's okay. like a there, there's a, a spot called the Angry Red Spot. It's just it's a, a constant a constant storm. It's a constant fucking like massive hurricane that is always going on. Right, the the red spot on Jupiter. It's like yeah. a constant cyclone. That is like bigger did, than our planet. That's did not cool to you, fucking, a tiff? Did they find a fucking PS5? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they got they got NBA two K two K twenty three up there, yeah, man. It's sick. Dude. Fuck, you get fuck great Wi Fi rece- Fuck space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. Why would I care? We've seen a lot less of the moons, though. Apparently, they got eighty moons, and they constitute an entire solar system under themselves. That's what Juice is going to explore. Them icy know. moons, baby. That's what they call the ass on Jupiter. <laughs> yeah. I see moons. Yeah. <laughs> no, IP freely. Check out them icy moons. But also, it's just launching in 2023. It won't get there. Until like until 2050, right? <laughs> 2031, yeah. yeah. It's got to hit Isn't some it, outbacks and things on the way. <laughs> I can't remember if it's Saturn or Jupiter where one of the moons is one of the other planets that was deemed potentially hospitable to life. I guess like Europa or something. I might be completely uh, wrong. Maybe. 
That might Maybe, be part uh, of it. I, I'm just winging it. I have no actual. I'm sure listeners will will tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> Dude, I'm yeah, getting so much hate this podcast. I feel like. Well, you went after a whole country. Country. <laughs> yeah. What have they done lately? Space? <laughs> no, England. <laughs> what has space done for me lately? What has England done? They fucking Indian food. They've done nothing original in the last fifty years. Oh, the soccer team is all foreigners. <laughs> good food is all foreigners. They've contributed fucking nothing. Oh, they and left the European Union. They left the European no. Union. Oh, ooh, they had a fucking <laughs> no, Homer Simpson for a prime minister. They've contributed fucking nothing, and yet we gotta respect them. Fuck Wait, who's who saying we gotta respect them? What are you talking about? The queen about? died. It was supposed to be sad. Nobody, nobody, nobody cares at all of what Americans think about the queen. Their comedy fucking sucks. No, that's Monty wrong. Python is dog shit. Oh They've shit! There we go. That I'm with you. They've nah, done man. nothing, and yet we gotta respect them. Fuck them. They killed James Bond. <laughs> Fuck England. What? The last what is movie, happening he right died. now? He fucking I hate. I hate him. I hate space. I hate England. Fuck him. I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, goodness gracious. Over him. Yes. Hey, look, I'm with you on space, but you got to leave the UK alone. They gave Fuck us. The UK. <laughs> Damn. Look, they gave Fuck us. BT Sport. Fuck the They BBC. gave us English breakfast, a tiff. Oh, sausage and beans? That's terrible. <laughs> that Who was on purpose. And a tomato? I just, I just, I just fucking lob underhand pitched that one to you. It's like, a tomato. Well, what about I've English? Never, I've never woken up, but I was like, I want a fucking tomato. I want a single <laughs> hot tomato. I want a single hot tomato. <laughs> fucking bitter hot chocolate tea. They're awful people. What about one <laughs> layer of nothing? What about one layer of beans on a white plate? <laughs> they contributed nothing, and yet we gotta respect you. Why do you keep saying that? Yeah, I don't know where we gotta respect you comes from, because clearly we don't, because the, we are not like respecting a- England in this moment. We gotta act like there's some bastion of culture. They've hey, look, stolen everything. They've contributed fucking nothing. A Tiff's talking like it's one of those things. Like you must respect the office of the president, but you must respect England. Nobody no. says that. Nobody <laughs> have ever said that. After British, after. British Bake Off and seeing their fucking terrible hosts, I was like, fuck this entire country. Okay, I'm one over. of them follows me on Twitter, sir. Which one? The fucking, the Pugsy looking one? <laughs> the Uncle Fester looking one? Fuck that guy. No, he just fuck left the show. The fucking, the mean chef who shows up and he's like, that's not a good cookie and then he walks away. Fuck him. Hey, fuck that's him. a hard job. Okay, it's hard to judge. It. It's is, hard to. It's very hard to judge amateurs when they're making food. It's a really tough job to come up he and has be a, a dick to everyone. It's he has hard. a name. It's Paul Hollywood. That's the one. He looks miserable. <laughs> He's England's answer to Guy Fieri. I think Their candy sucks. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> How do you feel about their immigration policies? It's all bad. Like it's all bad. They just hate. They hate immigrants. Yet all their sports teams are immigrants. And they love their sports teams until they fucking lose. And they're like, fuck these immigrants who are our team. Like, yeah. I hate them. <laughs> sorry. Oh, that was, well, that was the most fun I've had all week. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. No, it's great. How do we feel about the World Cup? I didn't I would, watch a second of it. Yeah, I, I didn't couldn't either. be bothered. I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, this year's World Cup, the 2022 World Cup, was a literal human rights disaster. Yeah. Like, it was built on the backs of slave labor. That's why, if you ask me, the Maradona versus Messi debate is settled, because Maradona's World Cup wins did not involve the deaths of thousands of migrant workers who were working under slave-like conditions, whereas Lionel Messi's did, so... (laughs) He gets the asterisk, I'm afraid. I'm annoyed because like, I'm half Moroccan and the Moroccan team went super far and my family oh, yeah. was like, fucking, you see Morocco? And I'm like, dude, I'm not watching it. Like 7,000 people died building these fucking shitty stadiums. It's just blatant sports washing and it's like, I can't fucking support that. I just can't. Isn't it crazy that that's like the story every World Cup. It's like, oh, we displaced a million people to build but this one time no, used stadium. No, that's Not the like thing. That's I know, thing. I know it's like worse. This. I'm just saying it's always bad but, that this is way worse. Yeah. But no, it's, see, that's what I think a lot of people are leaning on when they were actually watching the World Cup this year because some of the wokest people I know yeah. were like hardcore posting about yeah their teams in the World Cup. And you can make that argument like, yeah, well, the Olympics, that always displaces homeless people. And I'm sure people die building infrastructure. Sure. One or two yep. people die building the infrastructure usually. We're talking like six to 7,000 yeah. people died. Yeah. But like imported. Imported, imported. This and isn't also, even like Qatari people. Also, this story did not get enough attention. The architect of all of the World Cup facilities... Albert Speer Jr. You know who his dad was? Notorious Nazi Albert Speer. Albert Speer was the chief architect of the Third Reich, and he specialized in using slave labor to get projects done quickly. And that's exactly what his kid did at the World Cup, essentially, is use slave labor to build these facilities quickly. So it's Fuck. so much different. It's That's like so, hacky so writing. Different. It's so bad. Like it's like it's so it's nope. so on the nose. Like awful. It's, it guy, feels like a bad screenplay. He spent his whole career disavowing his dad and like trying to distance himself. And at the end, he's like, "Well, I got to try slave labor once, of course." Yeah, I mean, come on, it's bucket list. <laughs> bucket yeah. list. No, nah, but it's just I don't know, man. It was I couldn't. Sports washing is just like some. It's like the weirdest fucking thing to me. Because, like, these dictators are doing terrible things, but they're like, look at sports while we fucking kill people. And it, I just, I can't support it. I just couldn't support it. Yeah. Especially this one. Like, no, that's yeah. tough. It's, it's very weird. It's very weird. That said, the Women's World Cup happens in 2023. And that is being hosted jointly by Australia and New Zealand. I still don't give a shit, but I have heard <sighs> zero things about slave labor and thousands of deaths in the construction of the 2023 World Cup. So fucking whatever. They're they're just using a high school's field, right? They're (laughs) they're like, hey, let's just let's tone it down this year. After what happened last year, let's maybe just go. Let's go down to James. James something. I don't know. Some school. I can't think of any famous people from New Zealand. Woods. James Woods. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. From Family Guy. (laughs) Am I going to have to watch it now that I have a daughter? I'm going to have to watch women's soccer. Well, definitely when she's one month old, she'll be making memories for sure. So. (laughs) I mean, Morocco is in it. Like, again, Morocco's doing well in it. I might watch. I'll probably watch it for Morocco. But yeah. I, Do I you guess. enjoy I, soccer, though? Do you enjoy watching it? I used to be a huge soccer fan. Yeah. And I even played it okay. throughout high school and stuff. Like, most of my life. Like, I really loved it. But it's like, this might have been the first World Cup where I didn't watch yeah. it. Because I was like, right. I can't fucking support this shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I like I watch the Olympics every time they roll around and I get that the Olympics and the IOC are rife with a lot of the same abuses as FIFA. But this one, like this is yeah. the Woodstock 99 of <laughs> yes. World Cups, Ooh, like the Firefest. Yeah, it's, it really <laughs> sets the bar so high that like all the other abuses from all these other events in the past yeah. seem not as bad. Well, FIFA was also like, yeah, we'll we'll go to North Korea. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, they went so to like, Qatar. Like, Qatar yeah. has a horrible human rights record. Yes, it's bad. It's fucking bad. <laughs> How about the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Corporation? Anyone excited? Speaking of human rights violations. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have Marvel, so maybe. Like, I, I like comic books. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not Disneyland, not Disney World, Walt Disney Corporation, because I know when I think of like the really historic, magical moments in Walt Disney history, it's when they filed those articles of incorporation <laughs> or however you did it in the fucking dusty old 1930s or whenever that was. Yeah. This is the anniversary of the first board meeting. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's show, still like... wearing mouse ears. <laughs> yeah. Eating a big show, like, fucking Steve turkey leg. <laughs> Steamboat Willie? Yeah, is he going to pop up? Steamboat Willie was also, he was my first introduction to Disney. I loved Steamboat Willie. He was great. He he came through. Is he racist? (laughs) He might be racist. Probably. I was just going to say, I bet if we go back and look, it's not great. But yeah, how is how is that steamboat getting powered? Uh, it's, it's a guy. It's a guy tra- traveling down the Mississippi Delta on a steamboat. I'm sure it's not racist. At yeah. All. yeah. Yeah. Why is the black Mickey named Willie? <laughs> why isn't it steamboat Mickey, you racist fucks? Yeah, this 100th anniversary, it's going to kick off on New Year's Eve, provided you're the type of maniac that watches New Year's Rock and Eve with Ryan Seacrest's <laughs> oh, sex always. creep ass. And it's not that dead guy. Whatever, Dick Vitale? Yeah, it's the, the dead guy. guy. <laughs> it's the <laughs> dead guy. <laughs> what? Quit? It's New Year's Eve, baby! It's <laughs> my Dick Vitale. He's actually a basketball announcer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's the fight? It's Dick something. Dick, Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett. No, Dick Clark. That is who you're thinking of. Dick Yeah, it's Trickle. not him because he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have like a jaw at the last five years. It was bad. It was now I think you're thinking of Roger Roger Ebert. Ebert. <laughs> I get I get my old white dead guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're all British to me. <laughs> Fuck it. Hate them. Don't get me started. <laughs> on New Year's Rock and Eve, they're going to show a bunch of pre-recorded performances and segments that were filmed at Disney, all hosted by Sierra, who has fled Denver in embarrassment. It's a sports reference, Kevin. Yes, that's right. Has, when was she, She's not been relevant in like a decade, right? Am I fucking crazy? Well, it's getting worse now that she's married to Russell Wilson still. Yes. Because he's not relevant anymore either. And do you see a creepy subway ad? No. He put out a subway ad where he's just like, hey, this is a good sandwich, right? I like this sandwich. I get his house and he's holding it. He's like, you want to try it? Like, it's so creepy. Like, it's something someone would say before they murder someone. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Can I, can I can I tell you? <laughs> he has had a vanilla ice like downfall since he went to Denver. It's amazing. He's, he's I just looked up guy. a uh, a people.com article about Sierra just so I could get the reference and I love this this phrase. Yet adjusting to life at an altitude over 5000 feet hasn't come completely easy to Sierra. No. <laughs> and, and their children Sienna Princess, Win Harrison and oh. Futures are here. <laughs> <laughs> the Futures are here. 
The future is ahead. But it's Act future. accordingly. <laughs> no, it is. No, it is futures. It is futures yeah. kid. You're futures kid. Thank you. <laughs> All right. How about this next thing Newsweek thinks we should be excited about? These absolute fucking loons think the rise of even more social media sites and apps is a thing we should be excited about in 2023. And for one thing, that's like telling me there's a new Starbucks coming to town. Yeah. And it's like, well, big fucking whoop to that. But also the app they point out in this article is called Be Real. And not to be confused with Be Real from Cypress Hill. That's a Cypress Hill reference, Kevin. That one I get. <laughs> but I love Kevin the callback. I do love a callback, though. This <laughs> app, the way it works is it sends you a notification at a random oh. time each day. And when you get that notification, you're supposed to just take a selfie of yourself yeah. and upload it. Because, you know, then you're going to be real. Because you don't have time to prepare for your picture and all this shit. And here's the thing. If that is not some sort of social experiment, I have no idea what is. Well, one thing I will say, I know one person that has this app already. And when she was describing it to me, she's like, yeah, but you could tell that nobody actually does it. They all wait and like take a good like because you're supposed to take a picture of whatever's going on, like literally your computer screen, whatever you're looking at. Like it's supposed to be that's like the authentic. But she's like, Nobody does that. Everyone has filters and like they're just doing it like so, so it's not even being utilized properly. Yeah. Doesn't like I feel like this happens like once a year or maybe once every six months where some new face shit comes out and then like three months <laughs> after it, people will be like, oh, this was actually from China where they could steal whatever or the government to steal or whatever. Russia, like. Or Russia or Russia yeah, or whatever. Like yeah. That, that one where they like, oh, this is you in 50 years where they age you up. Like yeah. it's I, I don't understand why people keep fucking doing it. Because we're all vain as fuck and we want to see ourselves in AI art and shit. <laughs> yeah, stop uploading your pictures yeah. to AI programs. For the programs, love of God. You fucking maniacs. Like this, stop this it. Is, this is probably cool. Like, I, no one no one has read a term of service in 20 years. <laughs> so I don't know why. I don't know why every – like, but it is – it, it yeah. really does – the reason it's all this shit rather than, like, fill out this survey about yourself is because it's all vanity and, like, for the most part, like, oh, I want to see what I look like as an elf princess. And, <laughs> and like, people will do it. They'll always do it. They'll pay this last round for that lens of shit. People were paying to yeah. do it. Like, it wasn't even yeah. a free thing. It's fucking crazy to me. No. Are we fired up for Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios? I actually Studios? am. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck I, yeah, I've yeah. never been, and this is the thing that will probably get me there, especially the Bowser's Challenge, which oh, yeah. is, it is supposed to make you feel like you're inside a real-life Mario Kart game. As much as I talk about not having played video games that much in my life, I fucked with Mario Kart real oh. hard when the oh, Nintendo yeah, Wii sure. came out. That's that's a game I like. It's a good I, game. I broke up with a girl because of Mario Kart once. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm a father. <laughs> no, I had like... I Did had you like just a throw a date. turtle shell at her? <laughs> yeah. I had, no, I had a Tinder date and I had the 3DS. The 3DS, right? Yeah. And so I got Mario Kart. And then one of the controllers was still, like, plugged into the console because they needed to charge. Because the day I bought it, and we were playing. And then I beat her, and she got upset, and she slammed the controller and then dropped the console on the ground. And I was like, you need to fucking leave my house right now. Like, you need to go. <laughs> yeah, that's and fucked she, up. Yeah, and she was like, what about, like, hooking up? And I was like, no, you fucking get the fuck out of here. Go practice. <laughs> what about, like, I mean, I do like, I do like your pre-hookup ritual, though. Hope, like, yo, let's play some yeah. Mario Kart before I, I fuck her. you. I was like, I might not be able to see you today. I got the 3DS. I'm going to play Mario Kart. And she was like, I'll come over. And I was like, all right, I guess. And then she, I'll come over and throw fun. a little, I'll come over and throw a little fit. 
Yeah, yeah come over. It's an hour old. Get out of here. Come over and break your new technology. Yeah, that's that's a little bit of a red flag. Like if you're doing that to a relative stranger. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty big. Imagine what happens when you're dating that girl. Yeah, I know. This is like Kevin Sater. Let us know how it goes. What's that? Yeah. Like, Get out of here. <laughs> it looks fucking awesome, and I'm yeah. excited as fuck. Yeah, Super Nintendo World looks really fun. Also, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but there's a cycling competition that is happening this year, and it sounds really neat. We got we to gotta kind of blow through some of these, so I'm just going to read this description. <laughs> Please. This is directly from the Newsweek article. In what's being billed as the biggest cycling event in history, 13 different top-tier global competitions will be united next year for the first time in Union Cycliste Internationales Cycling World Championships taking place in Glasgow and other parts of Scotland over 11 days in August. The competition will span seven disciplines ranging from BMX racing to indoor cycling to mountain biking cross-country and is expected to draw some 8,000 professional and amateur athletes from around the world. By the end, 190 new world champions will be crowned. The event won't be a one-off. UCI intends to stage the competition every four years in the summer prior to an Olympic Games. So it's like Thunderdome for bikes. Yeah. It sounds like a Disney movie, like a Disney TV movie, where a kid has to win back his dad by riding a bike. Yeah. Like, no, 2023 is going to suck if this was one of the top 23 things. Yeah, that's the the other thing. I kind of (laughs) got bored with it just halfway through reading it. This is good, though. International African American Museum, opening January 21st on the former site of Gadsden's Wharf in Charleston, South Carolina. That was one of the country's busiest slave ports in its past life. Nearly half of all enslaved Africans entered the U.S. through that port. And now it's going to be a black history museum. I think we can all agree that's good. Kevin, just for the sake of argument, give us a tight five on why it's not. All right, so the thing about the three-fifths compromise. (laughs) (laughs) Now Spanish Flea just starts playing. And and I read ahead. I read Kevin's ahead. Kevin's like, furthermore. <laughs> but yeah. This and is a cool. tiff and a tiff agrees. And that's like where it comes no, back in. <laughs> no, it should be no, fun. It's like British people. <laughs> yeah. The no, only, that is good. Like, I get why it's where it is. The, the only issue with me is I don't know when I'm ever going to be in South Carolina. Well, have you all been to the Holocaust Museum in D.C.? No, it's too sad. It's sad, but then there's like a <laughs> section for kids where you can simulate being <laughs> Anne Frank. No! I swear to God, we walk through like this fucking colorful, like it's it's bizarre and interactive, but like I hope they don't do this for like slavey shit. Yeah. Like. Yeah, do your parents, your parents play the Nazis? Or like you fucking, you, you just have to crouch on a fucking tight ship for like a good eight months. <laughs> Oh, I have an issue with not. this whole thing because I'm a Holocaust museum denier. I don't believe <laughs> I don't believe I believe the Holocaust totally happened, but I don't believe that museum was ever built. <laughs> it, well, the museum's like it's super sad, obviously, but then you finish off at this like Anne Frank thing, and it's like right. this is not gonna up the Im- me at all. Anne Frank the Im- experience. Yeah, the immersive yeah. Anne Frank experience. There's like was- actors walking around and shit. <laughs> all right, let me talk about one more thing before we get to movies to look forward to, which is faster baseball games. I am actually, I mean, I guess the pitch clock is good. Pitchers will now have to pitch within 20 seconds. If there's runners on base within 15 seconds, if runners aren't. And I think that is going to, that's going to speed the game up. 
a little bit, which is good. I appreciate that. <laughs> but also all the other stuff, like the shift is outlawed. And if you're not familiar, baseball is so much about stats and analytics now that we know what area of the field a player is probably going to hit the ball to most of the time if he makes contact. So now what baseball teams have been doing is if there's a player who always hits to the right side of the field, they'll just shift the entire infield to that side and just give up that single if he happens to hit it that way. They're outlawing that now. What? And what that's going to do is make more offense in the game. And I don't know how baseball hasn't gotten it through their fucking tradition-addled skulls (laughs) that offense is not good for baseball. No. Baseball is a game... What you want in baseball is a pitcher's duel. Like, you want to see two pitchers at the top of their game just mowing motherfuckers down. I I have a bit about it on stage. Like, if a baseball game went nine innings where both pitchers carried a perfect game into the ninth inning, no runs, no hits, no strikes, no errors, none of that, and then bottom of the ninth, someone hits a single home run to end the game, That boring shit would be the most legendary game in baseball history. Yeah. And for good reason, it would be such a thing to watch. And by that ninth inning, it would be so fucking tense. And people don't get that is what's fun about baseball, not the fucking home runs. It's the pitchers. Yeah. Can't they they look at the NBA when, like, they since you got rid of defense and now... LeBron James is going to fucking pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in all-time points. You know what I yeah. mean? Because the they flips, got rid of a century defense. Like it's, or the it's flip side of that, man. when the XFL launched the first time, they were like, <laughs> we're not even going to have pass interference calls. And This is going to be NFL blitz. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, you're also... Awesome. It's like, yeah, but you're also not going to have like passing plays for touchdowns. Because if... A defender can just clothesline a motherfucker as the ball is approaching. No one is going to catch footballs. And that's exactly what happened. Fucking bloodbath. Those games were like three to two and shit. And baseball just keeps pushing for more offense and then wondering why people hate the sport. Yeah, I do hate baseball. It's because a game that ends 11 to 2 isn't fun. Even if you saw two grand slams and three no one on base home runs. That's fucking boring. Well, also, baseball is just so fucking full of itself. Like, put into steroid, guys. They brought that sport back. Put them into the fucking Hall of Fame. Well, not just that, but, and this has come up a billion times on this podcast, all of your granddad's baseball heroes were taking amphetamines. Oh, yeah. yeah. Except the ones who were, like, cool enough to have found cocaine by then. But... <laughs> Otherwise, it was and amphetamines were a problem in baseball for like 70 years. I got into it with a fucking Uber driver the day Aaron Judge (laughs) broke the home run record. It's like, no, he fucking didn't. didn't. (laughs) Barry Bonds broke that record and he was like, steroids. And I was like, you were probably on amphetamines back then. (laughs) I didn't say that, but I did remind him like. I think that would be a good conspiracy episode. Like one of the rumors is that Ted Williams like brought amphetamines to baseball after serving in World War II because amphetamines were a very common thing in World War II. And the speculation is that he maybe brought them back 
and introduce them to baseball. A little, a little throwback, a little throwback to the war. <laughs> oh, like, Teddy ball game. Just see checking. every stitch in that baseball. Isn't that Bill Burr's joke? He goes, you don't think that you could see a pitch a little clearer when you're hopped up on speed? <laughs> like, that's that's true. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's yeah, like, I can true. see the stitching on the ball. <laughs> it's like, dude, I don't know, man. I'm on antidepressants. Like, those are fucking steroids for life. Like, this, like why would I That's hate on motherfuckers taking steroids for the sport? Yeah, I'm taking performance-enhancing drugs to not kill myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. All right. That's- to close out, should we just run through IMDb's 2023 movies to look forward to? We're not watching trailers. We're not no. going deep. Just, just quick takes on these by name. Because oh. for one thing, there's like 40 of them, and I don't think we'll get to all those either. But no, Star Wars, Rogue Squadron, great plot, video game, plot, it is a great video game, kept under wraps, centers on the Rebel Alliance Starfighter Squadron from the Star Wars films. I go see every Star Wars movie, and I'll go see yeah. this too. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, the only one I didn't see in theaters was Solo. And right. When Smart I later move. saw Solo, I was like, I should have seen it in theaters. I actually liked it a lot. Really. Mm-hmm. I it's sure okay. did. Like, it's fine. Blade. Dude. He, what do they mean better... plot is unknown at this time? We know what Blade's about. <laughs> yeah. They had to go through like a massive rewrite. Well, that's 2024. Yeah. But that's but it's on the list. It is on the list. Oh, it's just but in I... pre-production. Why did it have to go through a big rewrite? I guess they weren't happy with the initial script. They might, I hope they say some motherfuckers just want to roller skate uphill. Because that was my favorite Blade quote. <laughs> they had a big rewrite because they accidentally wrote blame every time in the script and they had to yeah. change it to blade. <laughs> the original script was just Wesley Snipes fighting the IRS. With swords. Yeah. In his two Wong Fu outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians of the though. Galaxy Volume 3. I'm sorry, I don't give a shit. I love it. They're, they're probably I, all going to die. I will watch oh, it. Well, then I'm checking it out. Yeah. <laughs> I will watch it. I'll watch it because I watch every Marvel thing because I, I generally enjoy them, some more than others, certainly. But I, it's harder yeah. and harder for me to give a shit about wanting to see Chris Pratt in anything. <laughs> I'm sure. just getting more and more annoyed I'm, seeing him on screen. I'm getting really tired of Marvel movies. Oh, you should be. It's, it's fair. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. insane. Untitled Star Trek sequel. Sure. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I've liked the J.J. Abrams stuff so far, but I don't know. Is that what this is going to be? And it's same cast. Probably. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. We've really I think I finally saw the trailer for that. This is how we yeah. know the satanic panic has finally ended. There's a <laughs> valid big screen Dungeons and Dragons yeah. movie. Directed by John Francis Daly, by the way, who was the little kid on Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I just, that's pretty wild. No, my my wife loves D D, so I'm excited for it. That show will be fun. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Dude, I'm planning a tour around it. Yeah. 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 We know we know what Tiff's all for that. Oh. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Eh. For sure. I'll watch it. <laughs> the last one was so bad. It was really bad. Oh man. Those ale oh, come on. Yeah, I know. Shia LaBeouf and the monkeys, though. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> That's easily the worst part of the whole movie. <laughs> the Marvels. Awful. What the fuck Dude, is this that's, now? That's gonna be good. Well, a sequel. I liked Captain Marvel, but like, one of my favorite gonna, shirts is a Captain Marvel shirt. They're gonna introduce the uh, Blue Marvel, who is like this black, all-powerful superhero that came out in like the '60s, and then they found out he was black, and they're like, "Yo, you can't be a superhero. Like, you can't fucking do this." <laughs> Sounds Whoops. like the '60s. But, but they're gonna reintroduce him in this. So yeah, 
Good character. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. I was surprised that that was going to... I thought we were done with those. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like transforming into like the, the Chuck E. Cheese band. Like Pete Davidson. Animatronic animals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. Michelle Yeoh, though. That's <laughs> cool. Michelle Yeoh's great. Michelle Yeoh is great. But Pete Davidson is just... A, he's in everything. He sure God is. God bless him. God bless, bless him. his heart. Good for him. He got me high behind the stand, a comedy <laughs> club in New York City. Really? Respect. Back in the day. Yeah, I used I knew a guy who used to manage Pete Davidson. And I was in New York doing shows and I didn't have weed. And uh, he called Pete Davidson. And he came and got me high. This was like pre-Pete Davidson being sure. Pete Davidson. But no, I've heard nothing but good things about him. So yeah, yeah I can't hate he him. He was very nice. He, he was very nice. And because of that, I've never been like, ah, fuck Pete Davidson. Yeah, no, oh, no. The Black Cat. I don't even, Don't tell us the Black Cat. What is this? She's more Marvel. Your, oh, more Marvel. She's Spider-Man's. Like, she's that lady in Spider-Man who has like huge cans and steals things. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Does she have huge tits? I don't remember that being in part the of the lore. Book, yeah, in a comic book, like every most comic women that were drawn in the 70s had huge cans. Sure. But she's trying to steal Spider-Man from his She's got back Mary problems because of her tits. <laughs> yeah, it's just, she's just like Catwoman, but Marvel. Yeah. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So now the seventh Mission Impossible movie is a part one. Yeah. They're doing the Harry Potter. They're doing the Deathly Hollows part one and two. They got to They got to That's how you really milk your franchise because they're almost out of shit. It sounds like he, he's going to die in the second part. Like literally Tom Cruise. He's like, like this is how I kill myself. The, the last thing he says, he goes, this mission truly was impossible. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why they call it that. <laughs> God. Fast X. I don't know what that is. I'm assuming that's a Fast and Furious spinoff, right? It with- says it's a mystery and crime film with Charlize Theron, Michelle Rodriguez, and Rita Moreno. No Vin Diesel? Did he die in the last one? And Jason uh, Momoa. No. Jason Momoa, though. Speaking of Jason Momoa, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Should be fun. Echo. Another Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah I don't even I don't know about that. I don't know. Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio's back, though. I love him. Finally. Finally. <laughs> the Flash. Anyone fucking with The Flash? Yeah, I mean... Did they I, completely I cut it. Ezra Miller out of it? Because <laughs> no. I don't see Ezra Miller's He's name on the... He's not listed in the yeah, cast, yeah. Well, fuck know. Ezra Miller, so I'm, that's good. Well, I hope. But how, how good is it if they're like, yo, we can't get rid of this guy? You know what I mean? Right. It has to be good. Yeah. No, but I, I don't see Ezra's name anywhere attached. Oh, no, definitely in it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they didn't yeah, cut they around. Probably just aren't listing him on places yeah. like this. John Wick Ooh. Chapter 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're all going to see that. Spider-Man. in it, of course. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That one yeah. I genuinely will be very excited to watch. I think that the Spider-Verse stuff is very, very cool. Dude. I got to watch it again. I haven't liked it that much so My- far. My comic books are skyrocketing because of that fucking movie. Something. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> the Last of Us. This is based that's on a, a video game, right? Yeah, that's a show, though. Is it? Yeah. I think so. On HBO. What the fuck are they yeah, doing? Yeah, it's a I new mean, series starting on January 15th. I mean, it's not yeah. going to murder us to talk about the <laughs> TV show. And actually, we're, we're, getting, we're getting a little long in the tooth here. So... <laughs> I think I'll just mention this last one that I'm sure we are all equally excited about, which is The Meg 2. I'm so glad that's the one you chose because that's what I was (laughs) very That's the movie I'm going back to the theaters for. I fucking loved The Meg. I saw it with Olivia. 
I saw with Olivia Hydar. We were stoned out of our mind, just dying <laughs> laughing in the theater. It was great. So Is it good? good? It's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good. I mean, like it's, in the way that, like you know, like like fast food is good. It's good in the way that a movie about a giant shark is good. With These with Jason best. Statham and somebody going, "We are not science," or like these terribly, <laughs> like horribly melodramatic lines. Oh, it's so funny. I love Jason Statham. I'll watch it. So I think we made it. I think we have instilled a lot of hope and optimism <laughs> in the populace. For 2023, I trust that everyone who listened to this is excited. You're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Just remember, if you're worried about the impending rise of fascism in the coming year, the Meg 2 is coming out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If things get tense, just take shelter in your local theater and watch the Meg 2, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you both for doing the pod. Yeah, Yeah, What do we have to, I mean, I feel like we did all our plugs up top, right? Yeah. yeah, all the stuff I said before, <laughs> and also follow me at KB Anderson Yo. Also on Hive, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Hive at KB Folks Anderson Hive. Yo. That's oh, another man. Twitter that's not as good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A tiff. What's your social medias? Fucking at a tiff Myers. My Instagram's <laughs> fucking dog shit. Unless you like comic books, it's I don't know. Dog shit. It's pretty bad. And follow me at Adam Todd Brown. And I think that's it. Let's get the fuck out of here, Kevin. Say goodbye. Goodbye. A tiff. Say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bye.